going on, YouTube? It's your main man with the plan. My name is Rod Z, and you are watching The Z Files. We're here in the studio, and this is a show that's here to inform, educate, and entertain. We've done, uh, I think this is episode number eight. And I'm here at the Boss Move Studios here in sunny, beautiful Orlando, my hometown, with my producer, Bub. What's going on, Bub? What's the deal, Rod? Hey, man, I'm chilling, man. I hope you had a great Thanksgiving. I know I did. Awesome. And uh, if you didn't see the Thanksgiving edition, which was the Florida Classic edition of the Z-Files, make sure you check it out. Make sure you check uh, Florida Classic, the FAMU Rattlers, Bethune-Cookman Wildcats, and everything that's uh, HBCU football on that episode. Um, and we want you, like I said, to like, share, and subscribe. And make sure you hit me on my cash app. That's dollar sign Rod Zigger. If you'd like to contribute to the show, we love your support. You know, everything we do nowadays need money. Cash rules everything around me. So the, the Z Files is no different. If you want to support us, go to dollar sign Rod Zigger. Hit us with a little change. Any dollar amount is great. We want the big money, but hey, we'll take we'll take anything right now. We ain't being no big. Bub, what about we, we taking food stamps, Bub, the EBT card? Hey, they can take us to the Walmart or whatever store. Drop we, us off and get us something to exactly. eat. Some snacks. In it, just, we just need a little support around here. That's you know it. what I'm saying? We ain't saying we ain't blessed. Mm -mm. We just saying if there any more blessings out there, we want them. And you can like, share, and subscribe. That's currency, too. That's that's big for us. Like, share, subscribe. Make sure you watch the show. Enjoy. We got episodes. The first season is going well. Go back, catch up, and tell your friends and family about us. Look, we're getting ready to turn this thing into something big. And we want you to be there every step of the way for our journey. So, with all that being said, let's get into this. Um, but we got King Harris, our good friend, the 19-year-old son of rapper, actor, um, content creator T.I., and uh, also the son of uh, reality TV star and member of the R&B group Escape, Tiny, T.I. and Tiny son, King, who has been on um, television several times with the T.I. Um, reality show reality TV show, and uh, it appears that a video is out that went super viral. T the boy is out basically saying he got it from the dirt. He came up hard. He used to be at his grandma's house in them streets getting into fights, gang-banging, shoot him up, bang-bang, slanging dough. He said he's staying on business, and he basically said that T.I. and Tiny didn't raise him. Silver Spoon. I ain't never ate with that day a day in my life. Hey. He know I stand on business. He know that. Sir. So, 
We gonna get into that for a minute. But what is going on with these young people, man? Man, <laughs> to me, he's a little bit touched. <laughs> I'm serious because, um, for one, I remember when the show was coming on, right? And they say that he would show up. I guess the days he would record, uh-huh. didn't really care or even understand, you know, what that was about. But now I see he lived with his grandmother. And if you saw an interview with his mom, Tiny said that he lived there. I think T.I. said the same thing because he can be a baby. You know, his grandma allowed him right. to Right, allowed him to wear his pacifier yeah. at age 12. Exactly. Right. So he, I, I don't know. I don't get it. He said he don't want to be inside those walls of the mansion. Oh. Well, that makes no sense to me. Yeah, but, you know, when you say that, though, let's look at it from his side. I think he he could have found a better way and better time to express himself. But is he telling the truth, though? Did he grow up with his grandma? And was Mm -hmm. it not because he wanted to go over there as much as T.I. and Tiny wanted to drop him off? Remember we talked about the grandparents being (laughs) young? the young grandparents. Did they want to drop him off? Because let's keep it real now. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying it's true, but it's some stories out there about T.I. and, and oh, Tiny yeah. too now. Yeah, no doubt. Being some, being some wild cats. Right. They, 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 they wilds out. Right. So is this boy, is this a cry for help? Is, is he crying out for help, you I think? Don't, I don't know. I know that, you know, they're well off. But right. one thing I know about him is he got a clothing brand. And, you King. know, King. Yeah, like right. a, he print T-shirts. Right, right. So, I mean, nothing wrong with that. He's He got an entrepreneurial spirit, but... Um, it's just maybe he do want to get it from the mud. You know, maybe he don't want to be under the, the parents' shadow. Um, well, he's 19. Yeah, he's 19. I mean, he got some lyrics. I, he, I mean, I'm saying he like T.I. or anything, but he's he's a rapper. He's following in his dad's footsteps. So you think he's trying to do that for, for publicity? He, here's the thing. More, more than the truth, you think he's doing it for publicity? Oh, most definitely. Definitely. Most definitely. But he's famous because your dad's famous. Your parents are famous. Right. That's the only reason you are in the public's eye. The only reason people even talking about you is because of your parents. Right. And, 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 and I wanted to touch upon, you know, we see a lot of that now. It's, it's, these kids, look, I'm, I'm, I'm in my 50s, bro. And it's a lot of stuff I won't say around my parents out of respect. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I know I'm grown, this, that, and the other, but it's like the respect level has gone down. Even yeah. now it's starting to get into, It's it started a long time ago. It's starting to get into the houses. I know some parents that won't tolerate that. Right. And I know some parents that will, but it seems like there are more that are tolerating it than now more than ever. Mm. You know what you think about that? Because if you didn't believe in the Bible or don't don't you don't go to church, you don't read the Bible. Hey, to each his own. Mm-hmm. But you gotta admit, if you've read the Bible, whether you want to agree with it or not, it's a lot of stuff in there that's happening. Yes, right now, just like in the Bible, mm-hmm. and uh, it said that that sons will turn on their fathers, mothers will. To turn on their daughters You know it's a lot of In family strife Going on man yeah, yeah. And it's been happening But with, with social media The word gets out The word gets out faster And, and who was recording all this? That's another yeah, question Exactly did, did they record all that For publicity? I didn't know I don't know if he was recording um, King I don't I don't know It, it was It was just odd he, he had some really Erratic behavior You know <laughs> Well, cause we we saw erratic behavior from the Smiths. Mm-hmm. 
But the red table talk, yep. bringing all their business out at the red table, mm. and that eventually backfired. You know, people, there's a time and place for everything. I say right, that. Right. And when it's time to talk to family, it need to be family and family only. No cell phones, no cameras. Mm-hmm. Let's sit down and talk to your family. Yeah, and if you remember... Probably last year, I think Kirk Franklin went through something similar with, with his, his son. son. Yeah, Kirk I mean, Franklin. Kirk Frank. I ain't never heard Kirk Franklin get mad. I've I've done a couple of events with Kirk. Never heard seen the brother do nothing but praise God, and he wound up telling his son, "I'll kill your MF." Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> I I'll kill you. And yeah, this- you got Kirk Franklin that mad. <laughs> Kirk Frank, Reverend Kirk Franklin, Pastor Franklin. Yeah. You got him that angry. Mm-hmm. That he he wanted to go off, mm. you know. It's it's a lot of hurt out there. Well, so what do you think it is? Is it, is it the gentle parenting? That's something that's new. You know, we, what we you call it, bum? Gentle, gentle parenting. Yeah, that's different. I'm telling you. If, yeah. If if I had raised my voice, if I had called my parents and my or my mother a lie, <laughs> if I said lie, I would have got popped in the. We in couldn't the, even in the say lip. lie in the house. We you a lie? lie. You, no, I couldn't say you a lie. No, that would not work. You can't you. You couldn't suck your teeth. Nope. You couldn't roll your eyes. Oh, man. It was not accepted on any level. Parents used to get in that bull tank. Mm. Not just your parents. Right. Your next door neighbor. Down the street. Yep. If I was outside in front of your house cussing and your dad heard me. A lot of y'all don't know. Me and Bub grew up in the same neighborhood. If your dad heard me outside cussing. Or, or our good friend, the Salters family. If 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 if, if Miss Salters was outside and heard me cussing, or Miss Burton, hmm. come on, man. Yeah, you that's a de- you dying twice that day. Twice. No, three times. Cause Miss mm-hmm. Burton gonna get me. Mm-hmm. Then she gonna tell my mama. Mama gonna get me. Then when my daddy get home from work from the airport. Yeah. So I done died three times. I ain't got but six lives left. Man. Yeah, it's it's the parenting. It's different. It's, you think it's the parenting? It has I to know be. it's the parenting. It has to, and I don't understand because parents that are our age, we, we, I mean, you see how we were raised. So I mean, I don't, I don't know. Maybe they don't want to take their children through that type of. Um, That's what I was gonna say. Yeah. Here's a concept for you, bro. Mm-hmm. What if we got beat so bad, <laughs> got so many whoopings? We said when I had kids, hey, we'll never do yeah, it. They yeah. had to me, and I think that's a lot of that. We got more parents that want to be their kids' mm-hmm. friend. Yeah, exactly. I, I I even tell people when I'm you know when I'm teaching class, I teach school part time, and the kids they be wanting to be. Uh, listen, I'm not your bro. I'm not your homie. I'm not your dog. I'm mm-hmm. not none of that. I'm your teacher, and you will respect me as such. No, yeah. I even had a student ask me, "Who are you talking to?" What? I'm talking to you. I said it real calm. I'm mm-hmm. talking to you, cause that's what they need. They, I don't know it. Like people say, I guess make the old people throw up their hands. Say the devil is busy. Yeah, yeah. And shout it, out to that generation too. The the thing is, I heard a report on the radio. I'm not going to name the church, but it was uh, locally something went on at a church here, where, mm. the, where the pastor I guess spanked some some kids. And it's all over the news. They're talking about criminal charges. Criminal charges. Yeah. But the the thing is, I'm not saying he was in the right. But what I'm saying is, I remember in junior high school, Mr. Tanner, Mr. Myers, they used to whoop us. In that booty. Mm-hmm. But see, that's where that's where a lot of parents, and, and I'm afraid, to, not afraid, I'm sad to say, 
that race has a lot to do with it. Yeah. Because a lot of black parents didn't want the white assistant principal mm-hmm. being their kids. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it reminded them too much of slavery or whatever it was. I, I don't think we have a right to put our hands on people's kids, other right. people's kids. Right. Uh, unless you family now, mm-hmm. you know my nieces, nephews, and little cousins—they know they can get it. But I, I don't think that parents back the teachers and the, the staff and faculty and staff at the school up enough anymore. There's not enough parents coming to, to the PTA meetings. There's not enough parents saying, "Just call me right. and let me know what he or she is doing in class," and you won't have that problem tomorrow. Mm-hmm. We instead now you get. Well, what you did to him or what did you do to her? Right. Because I heard you be in the class popping off and you don't get paid to do. Like, I, I've heard parents do this to teachers, faculty and staff at the school. And I'm telling you parents now, teachers are like one of the last lines of defense. It's supposed to, the parent is supposed to be the first line of defense. But that teacher that counselor, that that youth counselor at the Parks and Recreation, because I've done that too, they are like the last line of defense. And your kids spend more time with them at times than they do with you in the course of a week. Mm. Only time you got them a long time is the weekend. So during the week, what are you doing? Are you supporting these people or are you part of the problem? Mm -hmm. You understand what I'm saying? So, um, Shout out to uh, T.I. and Tiny. I, I'm, I'm praying for y'all. I, I'm, I'm going to say this. We, we've we got to start putting out good energy, too. Right. So, T.I. and Tiny, if you see this or hear this video, know that we are praying for your whole family. And I'm praying for King. King, please don't look a gift horse in the mouth. Please honor thy mother and father and your days will be longer. My mom used to say that all the time. She said, yep. well, that's in the Bible. It is. Honor your parents, man, because you get, guess what? One day they ain't going to be here, and you only get one set. And, you know, I, I just feel for the brother, man. You got to respect your parents. Mm-hmm. 100. Everything you got, you got because of them. So don't look a gift for us in the mouth. So that's that. We're going we gonna to leave that alone. And, and, and y'all, everybody out there in YouTube land, keep them in prayer, please. So. Moving on to our next discussion, Coach Prime, Deion Sanders, Colorado University Buffaloes. Um, what's going on with him, Bob? You have you been keeping up with him? Uh, I was watching in the beginning. You know, it got kind of um, it was really exciting, right? Okay, it was so very it exciting. Was very exciting. You know, I, I, I was listening to the hype. And you know they start losing. That's fine. I mean, it was, it's his first. But year, wait, right? wait. Let, let's before we get yeah. into the losing. Watch your cut, by the way. Yeah. Um, we 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 started supporting him. Mm-hmm. He was talking trash. Colorado came out swinging. Mm-hmm. The crowd sold out football games. They was kicking butt and taking names. Mm-hmm. Lately, they falling off. They four and eight. Um, or four and is it four and eight or four and nine? I think it's four and eight. Mm-hmm. So they're falling off. It's gotten kind of quiet. I remember the beginning of the season, people were staying up 2 o'clock in the morning to finish watching the guy. I was dozing off one night. And they, they were winning. Now they're losing. Do you think the hype has worn totally off? Uh, but no, I don't think so. I think, you know, it was shiny and, and new in the right. beginning. And, you know, now you're losing. So I, I don't even know what the celebrity, 
The new car smell gone. Yeah, that new car smell is gone. And yeah, you know, cause they had they had um who who did they have? What rappers they had? I mean, from from the baby to I mean some of everybody. They had the baby, Lil yeah. Wayne. Yep. Uh, Warren Sapp, who is now I heard taking a position as defensive line coach. Wow. Yeah. So that's big. Um, just celebrities out the yin yang coming out to support mm. Coach Prime, which I think. I think it was a good thing because you ain't had that excitement for Colorado football. Now, Boulder, Colorado, is it Boulder? Uh, yeah. I mean, let me look Colorado is the place to be. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You got people popping up, going to the games, stadium sold out. Beautiful facilities, by the way. If you go on there, you can you can go see the facilities on, on YouTube. Beautiful, incredible State of the art, everything. His office alone looks like an apartment. So, um, I, I give him credit. Where do you stand with Dion? Do you think next year when football season starts, people gonna jump back on? People gonna come back and, and support him? I, I love Dion Sanders. I love his energy. Mm -hmm. I mean, he's very like motivational. I mean, he, yeah, he is that. Yeah, for sure. Now, what I'm about to say it may not be popular, but um. I really wish that energy was behind Jackson State when he was there, you know. Mm -hmm. He was only there two years. I really do wish that type of energy and, you know. That I think he had energy, though. Uh, not not like the this. same, but mm -hmm. it, it was good. Not like this. I don't know, bro. Jackson State travels, bro. They, they got a good fan base. Were the celebrities showing up to those games? Oh, you saying as far as celebrities? He had celebrities coming what, to some of the games. Yeah. Not like this, though. Why? I don't know. That's a good question. Yeah. Is it because it's a PWI? <laughs> it might be. Ah, that's something to think about. Because Larry Little Coach, when, when we was at Bethune, and yeah. uh, mm -hmm. ain't no celebrities come see her. None. At all. None. Fam, mm. you doing good. Yeah, I'm proud I of that. I don't see no. I don't see no. Mm -mm. They get a few, but. Fam, no, fam, you get some celebrities now. Fam, you, fam, alumni. you alumni yeah. got some famous alumni alone, so they come. Correct. But you know, I don't see all the HBCUs getting that same mm -hmm. energy. You no. right. He, he was there two years, um, twenty to no two, 2020 to twenty twenty two, and I, I didn't, you know, you didn't see you, mm -hmm. it wasn't like it is now. No. You right for Colorado, and it, it maybe because of the games not broadcast like that, but it's still. You know, I don't know. I mean, I, again, I like Prime. I always like Prime. For one, he's from Florida. Right. You know. I don't know. Um, let me ask you this. Do you think it should take somebody like Coach Prime to be able to bring the celebrities to get excited? Like, imagine this. What if celebrities decided they was just going to adopt an HBCU? Mm -hmm. Black celebrities. Yeah. I ain't talking about everybody. Black celebrities say, "I'm gonna adopt. I'm gonna adopt an HBCU. I'm gonna come up some of their games mm -hmm. and and show up. That'd I'm gonna donate. I'm gonna give a little bit of money. Mm -hmm. What if What if we started contributing to our schools the way, you know? Because every you, you're not gonna tell me that every person in Tuscaloosa, Alabama, gives to the University of Alabama. You're not gonna tell right, me that right. that the locals do that. They might go to the games. They might buy the the brand and buy the paraphernalia, but they not giving the mil the millions that it, it was like a few people mm -hmm. along with the athletic program. It was just a few people. That's it. 
It wasn't. It wasn't everybody. It was the guy who, who owned the car dealership. They gave a meal. It, it might have been a couple of celebrities and a couple of you know politicians or somebody that helped them get a few things done to get some money. But right. it wasn't a lot of people. Mm-hmm. It was just a few. And what I'm saying is, you know, people can do what they want to with their money. But the fact of the matter remains. We got some wealthy folk out there. Like I'm, I'm gonna give props to two people right now that I know uh, have done their part. If they don't give another dime to HBCUs, they ain't got to. That's Tom Joyner mm-hmm. and Bill Cosby. Oh yeah, and Bill Cosby went to Temple. Yep. He didn't go to an HBCU, yep. but he's probably giving more money individually as an individual to HBCUs than any celebrity I've known. Mm-hmm. I saw Bill Cosby myself give $100,000 to Bethune-Cookman. He gave $50,000 to a male student and $50,000 to a female student. And I think he wound up giving the school some money. That's awesome. And he did it all the time. On his TV show, he kept HBCU gear on. Right. On his show, on the Cosby show, I never saw him wear Temple. He may have, but I know he wore Howard. I know he wore Gramlin State or something. You know, he kept... HBCUs out there. And I would just like to see, like you said, that same energy, that same excitement. Come on, man. What if Oprah Winfrey showed up at Tuskegee? Which they do show up for the commencement speeches. Right. But what if Oprah showed up for Tuskegee Homecoming mm. and went and got under the red shed and ball and parlayed with the kids? Come on, man. That would be huge. We need that. We need to be able to touch that and we need... We need our celebrities and athletes to come and give back at our HBCUs like never before. Yeah, and that's, again, I love Prime. At two years, I, I would have liked, I know it's for his career, you know, can't stop that. Right. But um, this, and you just said Warren Sapp may be taking a position there. Yeah, defensive you line know, coach. See what I'm saying? That He's attracting even, you know, powerhouse coaches, you know. And, you know, the situation at our school with Ed Reed, you know, right. it was celebrities saying, or it was – said that certain celebrities were going to open up their wallets when he was there, but why Why, they why you can't still open up your wallet? Exactly. Because we still need it. We still need it. Yeah. But uh, on the flip side of that, you got to look at that, that friendship too, though. Like, True. That's, that's the benefit of bringing him. Like, Ed saying, look, you bring me, I got connection with this person, and they, they've already said they're going to donate. You know, it's like the family. You know, you 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 go through a breakup. You 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 love them still, but right. You can't come to the barbecue no more. Mm-hmm. You can't come. No. So we'll see. I, I wish Coach Prime the best. I think what he's doing, not only what he did for HBCUs, I think what he did for HBCUs is still having a positive effect on HBCUs. I think HBCU football has stepped up because what he did with Shador and Shiloh, taking them from Jackson State and them being able to go to the PWI, they still balling. They're still playing well. They are. Uh, Even though they've been losing, but Travis Hunter still is Travis Hunter. He just, I think it overall will have a positive effect. Um, I think he gave us a blueprint of how things can be done. He showed us that it was possible. And I think more now than ever that HBCUs 
not just even without the energy we were talking about from the celebrities, HBCU um, alumni as well as HBCU um, fans need to be supporting those schools now more than ever. So good luck to Coach Prime. Thank you for what you've done. Thank you for what you're continuing to do and showing all that black excellence because that's what, that's what I love about it. All right. So let's talk about black history now. Let's talk about black history in the hair care arena. Bub, do you know Madam C.J. Walker is? You heard him. You heard of Madam C.J. Walker? Yeah, most definitely. Okay. Have you ever heard of Krista May Jenkins? Krista May Jenkins. Krista M. Jenkins. Man, that sounds like a... Um, no, I haven't. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to say it, but no, I haven't. Miss <laughs> <laughs> Jenkins. No, I never heard of her. All right. So, in black history, and, and I want to know... How this woman is not recognized because nobody knows of her. Um, Krista Mae Thomas was born in 1920 and she's from Louisiana. And this woman got a science degree from uh, Leland College near Baton Rouge in 1943. She was born in 1920. Okay. Tough times for black people. Yeah. 1943. Still tough times for black people. Mm -hmm. Um. But she managed to get a degree, and she worked at a wig manufacturing company in Chicago. And in 1949, she began working on a technique to make a more secure-fitting wig. She then moved to Malvern, Ohio, and began studying how sewing in commercial hair with a person's natural hair added length and body. Thus, in 1951, Jenkins filed a patent for her hair weave technique, which was granted in 1952. She owned and operated her Christina's Hair Weave penthouse salon in the Shaker Heights section of Cleveland until 1993. And she was uh, she also taught her hair weaving technique at hair shows across Europe. Jenkins was married to jazz pianist Herman Duke Jenkins and raised one daughter together with Miss Sheila Jenkins Cochran. Now, there's some dispute over Jenkins' claim to the hair weave, and some historians stated that the technique was used in a similar fashion dating back to ancient Egypt. But my question is, why this lady ain't being recognized? Hair weave is all over the world. Mm -hmm. Everybody got weave in their head now. So, so she created she, in, or the weaves? She came up with the technique the and technique. the pattern, putting, okay. putting even human hair and weaving wow. it in mm -hmm. to add body and length. Hmm. CJ Walker got her props. Why I ain't never heard of Krista May? I don't know. I mean, us, us, <laughs> aside from her revolution, there was only other one major revolution in hair in an era that really was big. And that was the, the curl. Oh, boy. The Jerry curl. <laughs> the California curl. <laughs> Remember the Ooh. California curve? Yeah, do I? I, hey. I? Yeah, I remember that. I, I didn't have one. I kind of wanted but, one because of but Michael Jackson. But everybody yeah, wanted. Curl. I wanted one because Michael Jackson had one. But that's right. You know what I mean? I had one. I, I remember. <laughs> <laughs> you remember? Uh, I remember? What you remember about my curl, bro? Uh, I remember the the um. You had like the little Ralph Tresvant little yes, uh, the little cut. Little. 
Yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah, I remember that. I had to, I had to fade on the side mm-hmm. with a little part, and but it was, I did. It was Ralph Chasman. Yeah, you had a little little style there. <laughs> It was off above. Let's tell the truth. It was off. It was, man. That was t- parachute <laughs> pants and jerry curls back in the day. <laughs> Hammer! They put me in the mix. Uh, I remember I remember going and get a, a curl, right? When you first got it, that thing be tight. Them curls be in there tight. You put your little relax, you put your uh, activator, mm-hmm. spray a little bit, put that cap on at night. Man, you wake up in the morning, grease be all down here. You be having bumps. <laughs> you be having bumps all on your forehead, bub. Oh man! And and then with ain't nothing worse than putting activator in your hair, and that job don't activate them curls. That because you had what you call new growth. It just your hair grow out of the curl, right. and you just had like a bad perm, mm. and, and and you be trying to <laughs> you be trying to. You be trying to put that activator in that man and get that thing, the <laughs> curls to pop, and it don't be popping no more. So don't you got to put a little bag on your head? It, listen, at a certain point, you got to go get another curl done. You got oh, to put okay. some more juice in your head juice. because after a while, it ain't activating no more. Mm-hmm. So you, you had to go get it. And, and I remember back in the day, man, everybody was getting a Jerry curl, man. I think my aunt got one right now. <laughs> you know, she old, but you know. <laughs> What what Dion say? Look wet, but it was dry. Yeah, <laughs> Let me tell you something, man. I remember Steve and Jeff's mm-hmm. shop on Bruton Boulevard I here in Orlando. Yeah. Uh, uh, listen, if you come to Orlando and you're looking for, that's like the black main street right. here in Orlando. Several black churches founded on that street. But on the corner of Columbia and Bruton Boulevard right. was a shop that had two bad brothers you know so well, Steve and Jeffs. When I tell you, you had to wait months to get an appointment in there to get a fresh curl, man. <laughs> Listen, if, if you was a client of Steve and Jeffs, you better, when you got your curl freshly done, you better make your appointment for the touch-up. Yeah. Because you weren't getting back in there, man. I heard that was the place to go. To that, was the, it, that was it. To get it tight, yeah. That was the premiere spot. Shout, shout out to Rodney Salters. Shout out to my dog, Rodney Salt. <laughs> Listen, that 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 yellow and red look like United States Marine, that bottle of Carefree Curl. Yep. Look here, man. They had, they had stacks of it, man. They had the whole kit. They had the activator. They had the activator. They had the spray. Oh, man. It was the best of times. It was the worst of times. Do you think, you know, styles come back. Do you think that will come back? Hell no. No, (laughs) I hope not. I hope not. Hey, I'm serious. They do come around. I I, I, I saw it picking up at one point. I know the high top fade is back. That's back, yeah. And like I say, these young, 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 young guys out here, we had those in the 80s. No, I think the guys now nah, they jumping straight into the weave. They twisting their hair. They putting weed. They putting color yeah, nah, in their hair. They, they, it's a wild world out there now. Yeah. Now what's what's the lady name again? Jenkins. Krista. Yeah. Christina. Christina M. Jenkins. Yeah, I'm surprised she she's not getting her props. Like she ain't getting her props. Nowhere in Black history, all this weave around here. 
Nowhere in black history is she getting a prop. Mm-mm. Come on now. First Lady Michelle Obama had some weave in her hair. Wow. I think. You think that's her hair? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. First Lady kind of doing it with a little, had a little body to it. I'm sure she wore it at least once or twice. What about what about uh, Vice President Kamala Harris? Well, you know she's Indian, so that's her hair. <laughs> Here we go. So <laughs> she got the she got the complexion and the hair. Exactly. Here we go. Yep. Here we go. I think she wears some weed for body. Maybe. You know, keep the edges right. Right. I'm gonna tell you what what I what I need y'all to get rid of. Y'all zoom in real close. Listen to what I'm saying. Y'all let that baby hair thing go. Yeah. I'm sick of. <laughs> I'm sick of in the eyelashes. Ooh, oh my God! Mm-hmm. Just wear a night. Listen, I whether you wear Afro puffs, then to get that baby hair thing going, your hair just up front, just showing that you got you got like a banner going across your forehead. Come on, man, let it go. And them eyelash, Bub say, let them eyelashes go. Yeah, please. Just stop putting glue on your lashes. Your eyelashes look good. You look, just. Get a little brush to curl them up. Put a little, uh, mm. just bump them up a little bit. You ain't got to put all that stuff in your eye. No. All right. So, Christina M. Jenkins, we salute you. God rest your soul. Mm. And um, I don't know. that. See, that's what be happening, but we only have generational wealth. That's exactly. Because that woman should have been a multimillionaire. Yeah. Multi-millionaire, yep. and 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 people should in black hair, hair care should still be making a lot of money. That's a hard industry to break into. Yeah, and then the stores are not owned by black people. Not owned by black people at that's, all, that's and that's ridiculous. Thing. Yeah, Madam C.J. Walker, Christina M. Jenkins, and several more people. There are a few in Atlanta that own hair care um, products, um, but but I think what Browner Brothers was one. Yeah, and they used to have a big hair show, mm-hmm. but there are more black people as good as we do hair, yeah, as well as we do hair and and the salons that we have. There should be more owners and entrepreneurs that sell these products. And then black people, let's stop. I saw one lady; she had a, a weave shop. She had the bundles hanging up. Mm-hmm. You could go in and order what you want. Yaki number five. Let me get. Two pounds of that or however y'all order it. And they robbed a lady, man. Took all the weed. Mm. What you going to do with stolen weed? They're going to sell it. It got got a cereal. It got a track on it. There's a track on it. It got a track on them tracks. So anyway, man. Those are our topics for today. We, we, We decided to stay around the studio, hang out today, and just kick it. We've been covering a lot. Please go back. Make sure that you follow us, like, share, subscribe. Make sure that you catch up on all our past episodes. Make sure if you want to support us financially that you give a donation, go to our cash app, dollar sign Rod Ziggler. That's R-O-D-Z-I-G-G-A. And any donations you give for the Z Files will be greatly appreciated. We thank you for your support. Now, before we go, we got to sign off with the HBCU. Spotlight of the week. Their colors are blue and gold. Their mascot, the Aggies. And they're located in Greensboro, North Carolina. Aggie Pride, North Carolina AT University. You are our HBCU Spotlight of the Week. 
With an enrollment of over 13,000 students, North Carolina A&T is the largest historically black college or university in the United States, a position it has held since 2014. The university's College of Engineering graduates more black engineers than any other campus in the United States. Its College of Agricultural and Environmental Sciences produces more African-American agricultural graduates than any campus also. The university is also a leading producer of African-American kinesiology undergraduates, landscape architects, nurses, teachers, and journalists. The university offers 54 undergraduate, 29 master's and nine doctoral degrees programs through its eight colleges, one school and one joint school. The university awards more than 2,600 degrees annually and has an annual alumni base of around 65,000. Some prominent graduates of North Carolina A&T are Taraji P. Henson, basketball player J.R. Smith, Jesse Jackson, Ronald McNair, Bob Beeman, and Terrence J. North Carolina A&T, you are the HBCU Spotlight of the Week. Aggie Pride! This episode of The Z Files is brought to you by The Boss Move, your content concierge. All right, folks, so that's it for this week. We hope you enjoyed our conversation. Thank you for your support. Like I said, like, share, subscribe. Go back, tell your family and friends to go back and watch the episodes if you haven't caught any. And uh, we'll be finishing up a couple more episodes for the season. We could not be more proud of the work we're doing here at Boss Move Studios and the Z Files. We thank you for your support. We love you. And we will see you next time. So on behalf of the Boss Move Studios here in Orlando and Lighthouse Media and Entertainment, I'm Rod Z. And you've been watching The Z Files. See you next week.